Hello and welcome to Take It or Leave It. It's a Christian podcast to encourage us all to implement real change in our lives based on the teachings of Jesus so that when the rapture occurs, we may all be caught up to meet Jesus Christ in the air. It's about spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. I'm your host, Madison Santiago. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to Take It or Leave It. We are going to continue our study on the holy and powerful word of God. And there is truly so much to uncover, so many different layers to the teachings of Jesus. But first, I just want to remind you, I want to remind you and I want to encourage you, we don't have to do anything for Jesus to love us because he is love, okay? Jesus died for us, meaning he died for you and for me. He loved us first, and he died for us, though we were sinners. And that is why we learn to love him, how he loves us, and others, how he loves, because he loved first. Jesus helps us to be sensitive in the spirit, which is so needed today. Why? So that we aren't ignorant of what is to come, so we can grow in the spirit and be rooted just as a strong tree, which we were talking about in the previous episode of Take It or Leave It. Amen. So, of course, as we review, let's touch upon the verses that we are focusing on in this teaching. And first is Isaiah 55 11, and it reads, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent. Amen. So the word of God has a purpose, and it does not return back to God void. Amen. Jeremiah 23 29. Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Amen. The word of God is holy and powerful. And we have been talking about the parable of the sower in Mark. Amen. Mark chapter 4 verse 16 says, These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. Verse 17. And they have no root in themselves and so endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation and persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. So this type of person who receives the seed on stony ground first, if the word is not taken, it's the person's fault. I, I want to point that out. It's not your pastor's fault. It's not, it's not Satan's fault. It's the person's fault. So it would either be yours or my fault. Okay? We recently discussed that this type of person is the one who is immediately rejoicing, immediately celebrating, but Jesus is bringing this to our attention because it's a problem. They are immediately rejoicing instead of understanding the word and how to qualify as a servant. You know, many see the promise of God and claim it for themselves without thinking what he or she has to do to get the promise. Do you remember talking about this in the previous episode? Many misunderstand how to be a recipient of God's promises. We shouldn't be glad right away, but instead think about the word we are hearing because it is living and powerful and it has a purpose to fulfill in our life. We need to let it sink in, right? Remember, we were talking about chewing. We must chew the word of God to understand the why behind why God said it. Why is God telling me this? What do I need to do to qualify? This needs to happen before we express joy so we understand why there is joy in the word, okay? Before we express joy, 
we need to understand why there is joy in the words that we hear. Today, the word is preached and the people believe that they understand it because they appreciate the word, right? I appreciate the word. I love it. But it results in immediate joy rather than transforming the person. So when you celebrate too soon, that person remains the same. That's the person with the same problems, the same desires, the same character. We, meaning you and me, we must align with God with every move we make. Okay, we must ask God for his counsel in all things so that he can work in us. In Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six, it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Verse six, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. So in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall guide your path. We must trust God. How can we do that? Well, this verse confirms it with all your heart. And secondly, not on your own understanding. Why? Because that's how we get his guidance. We must trust him alone and tell ourselves to shh. Because God knows better. God knows better. Trusting is hearing the word of God and then doing what he says to do. It's an immediate belief in what he says. So it's an immediate decision to abide in what he says. People who truly abide in him, they experience the results of what he says. Okay, what are the results? So if you hear this today, you'll implement it and experience evidence in your life. Meaning, based on the word of God, when we abide in him, we will be led to tribulation. What is that? Troubles, afflictions, persecutions. That's evidence. Remember when Paul told the people, that he couldn't go too deep because they were all spiritual babies? We read previously in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12. And Hebrews is the book for mature Christians, okay? Many believe that Paul wrote this book. And some believe it was another Christian. But we can agree that Hebrews is truly inspired by God because all scripture is inspired by God himself. Amen? And the word is God. Amen. So again, Hebrews chapter 5, verses 12, it reads, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. We discussed this in the previous episode. But the word of God is meat. It requires teeth to chew it. Who has teeth? Adults. Okay, those who have matured, don't get confused because not all adults today are spiritually mature. Age does not equal spiritual maturity. Sipping milk does not require teeth. Babies do not have teeth to chew meat. They can't. Okay, so they can't chew meat, but they can sip milk. God is clear. God is clear about maturity and what we ought to do with the word of God. We are intended to grow. And still, people are in awe when receiving prophetic words, but they fail to understand what to do to get the positive words in the prophecy. I also want to point out that not all prophecies have positive outcomes, but there are times when someone can have the word spoken into their lives. And I'm referring to a prophetic word that applies to the specific person. Okay, this happens today. I've personally been a recipient of this, and I've seen... God and what he said to me, I've seen it come to pass in my life. 
And I can attest to you that it was not without trials and tribulations and hurt. It was hard, but that was the word of God. And I am who I am today. I've grown because of this. Okay. And God was the one who revealed it. Many people today, they like to hear all the good things that God intends to bring into their life. They love the positive words, but again, many do not realize that it's going to lead them to tribulations. They don't realize that they're going to have to go through that for the prophecy to be fulfilled. So again, they don't realize they have to go through troubles and darkness and problems and afflictions and persecutions to get the victory. You and I, when we abide in the word of God, we will encounter these things. It's inevitable, without a doubt. And in Isaiah, Jesus is prophesied to be the Messiah, right? The Savior. Do you remember the afflictions that Jesus suffered? Jesus experienced many sorrows and tribulations. I remember Jesus praying to the Father about his fate because it was so difficult. Same for us. There will be many sorrows and tribulations. There's even another prophecy in Matthew chapter 24, verse 14, and it says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations, and then the end will come. So the gospel will be preached in all the world. And mind you, this is something that was written and spoken, prophesied before airlines. Today, there are missionaries that encounter many persecutions to share the gospel worldwide. There's even people today that hear that they're going to be a pastor. And immediately they say, all right, woo, hallelujah. And the truth is, this is the truth. They should be sad. Not sad because they hate the word, but sad because it's hard. They should know that they will experience many sorrows and tribulations to have that word fulfilled in their life because they are to fulfill their calling in God as a pastor. Amen? And in Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, we discussed how the stony ground people, right? This represents a person. They don't have roots. The verse says, and they have no roots in themselves and so endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. We mentioned Psalms 1 in the last podcast, but I want to go ahead and read it here. And it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaves also shall not wither. And whatever he does shall prosper. Amen. So blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. We talked about the roots of the tree already in the previous episode of this podcast. So if you haven't heard that, I, I recommend pausing. Go listen to that. Circle back here. It's okay. But we've talked about the roots. The roots seek for food. Like we seek for the word of God to learn more. And then once we understand it, what do we do? We scatter the seed. It's required for us to have strong roots. So in all seasons, we stand unmovable. Don't you want to be unmovable in the things of God? I do. Don't you want your roots to spread out? Me too. So again, those on stony ground immediately rejoice, but they don't have a root. They endure only for a short time. It's like a birthday candle. 
It burns for a short time so the celebration songs can begin, they can be sung, but eventually that flame will go out and there's no more celebrating. These people appreciate the word, but they didn't understand it fully, which resulted in no time for the word to develop roots. Why? Because they celebrated too soon. It's not bad to say hallelujah, but sometimes it's best to be quiet. Let it sink in. The type of person who was represented by stony ground is a problem, Jesus is saying. Today, when the word of God threatens your job, your income, many, many will let go of the word of God. Why? Because they don't have roots. Why don't they have roots? Because they are only immediately joyful to hear the word. They're not taking steps to understand it. And because of that, these people immediately stumble. Why? Because they lack understanding of the word of God. Amen? Do you see it? Then what? What happens to these people? They're off the hook? No. Chastisement. Remember the story of King David? He was disciplined. We all must be sensitive of the things we are experiencing in our lives because it tells a lot about someone's spiritual level of maturity in God. Those without roots attend churches that only encourage. Why? Because they feel better when they attend church because it's only temporary. The encouragement will expire to many by Tuesday. And then come Wednesday, they've got the same depression, the same hardships. And then they run into the church again, come that following Sunday to get their temporary encouragement, no rebuke, because they're only seeking to feel good. They don't understand the living and powerful word of God. Going to church is much more than just saying that you belong somewhere or you're accepted somewhere. You must understand the word of God. These people, they rejoice immediately and they again fail to understand how they must live to qualify to be a recipient of God's promises continuing to have no roots. And we read in Psalms 1 that it takes day and night meditation on the word of God. Not just that, but the word of God will lead you to tribulations. That's Mark chapter 4, verse 17. If we go through troubles, only then will we develop roots. Jesus said that. Jesus brings us to the tribulations so that we may have experience. If you don't want to stumble, hold on to the word. Never let the holy word go. And remember that the word of God is the sword. Never drop your sword. That's your weapon. Today, the church preaches false hope and false encouragement. The power to bring you to tribulations, afflictions, and persecution is in the word Jesus says. So why do people stumble? Because they choose themselves. They let go of the word of God and boom, stumble. For personal sake, they reject the powerful and holy word of God. Some today even say, my job is from God, right? God understands why I can't do this. God understands why I can't change that. No, that leaves you with judgment and accountability. Why? Because you're outside the will of God. The will of God does not discriminate based on your status. It doesn't matter if you're a janitor or a CEO. It's for all of us. The word of God is God himself who desires for all to repent and receive salvation. Again, we must be the one to receive the word, the engrafted word with meekness. It's for us. Allow it to transform us. You know, today there are stories of people who have deep understanding of the word and they live their lives anchored to the rock who is Jesus Christ. These people have deep roots and they don't stumble. 
And these stories are in the Bible. There's people who were fed to lions for the sake of the gospel. Why? Because they were rooted. The word of God led them there. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 36 says, Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented. You know, even Stephen was stoned in Acts. Where are these people today? The ones who don't stop no matter what. People today are too busy loving self. And today, it's so hard to get attendees for prayer conferences. Have you experienced this? Many today, they still even work on the Sabbath, even when that's God's day. God said it's his day, yet people ignore it for the sake of their income. We are obligated to follow his commandments completely. Some churches say that you can sin and still be okay. And to that, I say, excuse me, woe to the church teaching this because it's not true. That's a false teaching. We must honor the Sabbath. And too many pastors are leading their congregations to hell. So for the sake of the word, we hold on through tribulation. And remember, we're to glory in it. God is surely with you during that time. Daniel was told he was not supposed to pray to God, but Daniel still did. The powerful word brought him to the lion's den for the sake of the word of God. And we all know the lions didn't eat him. But Daniel still had to suffer the persecution. Why? For the sake of the word of God. Will you pray? Will you pray for many to understand the will of God so that they may come to him, so that they may repent and be saved? May, may you pray that many come to understand the tribulations and persecutions that they will surely face when they abide in the word of God. It's not my process. It's God's process. He knows best. Through these experiences, our roots grow deeper and we can stand strong no matter what. Don't you want to stand strong? I do. Amen. Thank you so much. This is shared with the love of the Lord. And this is Take It or Leave It. God bless you all.